Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close to the Raiders. And Papali would be an appropriate man to score. He's done it. He's done it. Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Hello and welcome to Behind the Limelight, the Raiders' official podcast. Thanks to OAC Digital. Round 24, we're at the business end of the season and the Raiders get set to take on the New Zealand Warriors at BB Print Stadium in Mackay, North Queensland, the venue for the game this weekend as the NRL looks to take games to regional Queensland. Joining me on the podcast this week is Rosie Harrison from her home in Canberra. Hey Ben, how's it going? Very good, thank you. And joining us from... The Gold Coast Hub, Tom Logan. Tom, how is it all up there this week? Hey, guys. Yeah, pretty good, actually. Uh, boys in pretty good spirits again, despite the close loss. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll have a look at that game, uh, that 19-18 loss to the Sea Eagles uh, last Friday night in what was a pretty heartbreaking uh, defeat for the Green Machine, considering the position they are on the ladder at the moment. We're also going to have the opportunity to catch up this week with Trey Mooney, who has re-signed with the club um, in some fantastic news recently, joining a host of crop of young stars uh, who have also done the same. And we will preview the Raiders up against the Warriors, as I mentioned, in Mackay this weekend. But first of all, let's go around the horn. All right, news happening this weekend. Plenty happening as always, Rosie, and uh, looking at the team sheet. After two weeks playing in the blue and white, Corey Horsburgh will play for the Green Machine this weekend after being named on the beach. Good to see him back. Yeah, it's really good. He's been playing some really good footy um, with the Bulldogs the last couple of weeks. He um, events the Knights on Saturday. I think he's there for 30 minutes on the field and, and ran 110 metres. So that was really good and great to have him back um, on the field and back on, coming off the bench this weekend. Yeah, the Raiders have reshuffled things a little bit this week. Uh, with uh, with a couple of changes. And one of those, Tom, is Matt Frawley gets an opportunity to start in the halves alongside Jack Whiten. He'll replace Sam Williams in the 17 this weekend. Yeah, we know how much of a good player Matt Frawley can be. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do. We know he's got a really good short kicking game, which I think will complement uh, Jack's long kicking game pretty well. So it's, it's exciting to see Frawley's back up in the starting uh, side. Saliva Havili also gets an opportunity, Tom, after um, a number of weeks, um, you know, not being able to force his way into the side. And obviously with Tom Starling out uh, for the next few weeks, at least, uh, Saliva comes in and has an opportunity to come off the bench. And he probably gives a, a bit more versatility because he can play a number of forward positions as well. Looking forward to seeing Lever come off the bench. I really like that we've got that, I guess, utility option uh, on the bench at the moment. I know we've we certainly missed Tom Starling in the loss against the Seagulls on Friday night. So uh, really looking forward to seeing what sort of role Lever can play off the bench. That's right. We'll have a look at the rest of the team changes as we preview the game a little bit later on uh, today. But uh, Rosie, let's talk about the NRLW push. And it's starting to gain plenty of momentum. And the Raiders Foundation uh, are currently putting a raffle together and they've got some wonderful prizes, including a new car, to try and uh, raise some money to get this bid off the ground. Uh, it, it's a great opportunity to, you know, try and get a women's team into the NRLW. Yeah, it's really exciting what the Raiders are doing at the moment to push for that NRLW team in 2023. There's been a fair bit of coverage on it the last couple of weeks. And, yeah, so the foundation raffle um, raising money for the NRLW team. 
Um, the entries close on next Wednesday, the 1st of September, and I think it's drawn on the Thursday, the 2nd of September. And yeah, first prize is a car, which is really exciting, and a couple of other really good prizes as well. So it's a really good opportunity to support the NRLW team um, push and, yeah, to support the club. Yeah, let's hope that we can give somebody a car coming out of a lockdown. We'll see what happens there uh, on the September the 2nd, but that remains to be seen. But um, speaking of lockdown and, and people going uh, a little bit crazy, we were um, in that boat last week uh, when we teamed up with Canberra Milk to come out with this idea of doing a Ken Beeren's Milk Raiders jersey. And Tom, uh, it certainly picked up some momentum and probably a little bit more than what we thought. Yeah, fantastic to see. And uh, with the profits going to a fantastic cause, that, that was also another nice touch. Uh, I believe that they were sold out within two minutes of uh, going up on sale. So uh, that's fantastic. And uh, might have to start making some more by the sounds of it. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to clear up the, the process there for those people who um, thought they had purchased one. But um, the, the problem was that we had so much uh, interest in it that uh, the 18 jersey sold uh, within the first, I think, 90 seconds. Um, and they accidentally oversold a few of them. So we had to refund a few people there. But uh, the guys at Raiders Shop have uh, given them some vouchers to make up for that. Uh, and you can still try and get one of those jerseys. There's one left and it's uh, happening via allbids.com.au. There's a raffle there. So get behind it. And uh, thanks to Canberra Milk for you know providing some entertainment uh, for the fans last week. It was certainly a little bit of fun. And um, it's nice to see that we could raise some money for a worthwhile cause in Headspace um, both uh, Canberra in Braddon and also out at Tuggeranong as well. So uh, well done there. Raiders 18, Sea Eagles 19 at Suncorp Stadium last Friday night. Tom, it was a match that the Raiders uh, started really strongly and went into the halftime break with that 12-0 lead, but unfortunately weren't able to come across with a victory in the end. Yeah, it was a bit of a tough one to swallow that, uh, especially considering the, the first half performance that the team put on. Um, they, they they probably weren't at their best, nowhere near their best in that first half, but they managed to score a couple of tries. And uh, I thought that they really finished the end of the first half uh, defensively very strong. And uh, when we went into the sheds 12-0 uh, up, I, I thought that was a really good platform to build on. But unfortunately, we just didn't seem to, I guess, get the... I mean, we we kind of let Manly back into the game with a, a quick early try in the, at the beginning of the second half and uh, kind of went uh, downhill from there, which was a, uh, disappointing to see. But uh, late try to Charms was nice to see on his on his return match, which was good. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Rapper couldn't slot that field goal. I know he's been copying a little bit of a funny stick from his teammates this week in camp. So... Um, you know, hopefully we can bounce back against the Warriors because uh, the boys are certainly not uh, down and out. They're they're very they've responded very well. They they absolutely trained the house down before, uh, so hopefully uh, they can bounce back. Yeah, the opening uh, portion of the match, Rosie, was where I thought the Raiders really lifted, and um, once again uh, to go into a halftime break against a team like Manly and and not concede any points was really encouraging. So I mean, there, there's some positive signs there to take out of this game. Yeah, definitely. Defence was definitely something that was really strong in that first half as Manly is such a dangerous attacking side. And um, yeah, we saw the combination between Whiten and Simonson again on display. They've got their second, uh, Simonson scored the second try of the game. And yeah, there was lots of positives to take out of that first half. It just was a bit of a shame we couldn't continue it in the second half. But yeah, looking forward to this weekend's match. Yeah, man of the match, uh, thanks to Zengo on the night, was Joe Tarpany. And I thought his opening stint 
was one of the better uh, stints that we've seen from any of the Raiders forwards this season. He seems to really lift against Manly for some reason, Tom, and he played really strongly on, on that uh, opening uh, part of the game on Friday night again. I've really been enjoying Taps' form recently, uh, especially in uh, in the middle. I think he's he's proven that he's he's got the the strength to play in that position. We know how destructive he can be in the second row, but I, I really like what he can do uh, playing a bit more sort of in the middle. Uh, I, I think he's he's been probably one of our better players uh, to, in the last month or so. Yeah, Chan's nickel Cook star, as we mentioned, made his return to the team. Uh, on the weekend. Unfortunately for Chance, he had um, a, a bit of an unfortunate first touch where he put the ball down. But uh, outside of that, I thought, you know, he showed some glimpses of um, what he can do. Uh, in particular, his uh, defensive organisation at the back, Rosie, I thought was really good when he came on. And then he was able to finish the game with a try that almost uh, pinched it for us at the end. Yeah, he did a great job, aside from that little thing at the start. But yeah, just his experience at the back, like we've got such a young back line around him, but yeah, he just brings that um, experience at the back and ability to organize the defense. And yeah, I was happy that he got that try at the end. He did a good job to get that. Um, and looking forward to, and it's good. He just got through unscathed really. Yeah. So, so, ex yeah. so exciting to see him this, um, this weekend. Yeah. It would have been a really hard um, thing for him to, to try and you know, mentally block out was obviously coming back from an injury like that, Tommy, that neck injury, it's a bit of an unknown going into it. And, I thought he did a really good job of just making sure that he uh, got himself back into the game. And he, he definitely didn't look uh, physically underdone. He was he was quite ready to go. And I think that um, he'll be better for that run. And he's been named on the bench this week as well. So he's got an opportunity to play a similar role this weekend. I, th I think with Chance, he's... It's, it's, it's such a hard... It's so hard to come back uh, from an injury like that and... Uh, just sort of pick up from where you sort of left off. So naturally, there might be an error or two, which we saw happen over the weekend. But I thought he really handled himself very well in that position. And, um, you know, he definitely responded. And it was good good to see him get that try at the end, albeit um, it wasn't enough for us to get the two points. But uh, really looking forward to seeing him again this week because he's, he's definitely going to build on uh, last week's showing. Yeah, I thought it was um, a great display display of resilience from the team to push through and, and try and win that game right to the end play. And as you mentioned, Jordan Rapiner unfortunately couldn't slot the two-point field goal to give us um, uh, an improbable victory at the end. But uh, once again, um, a really some really encouraging signs there. And, and hopefully that loss is not the one that keeps us out of the finals because I think that if we can get on a bit of a roll and win the next two games, we'll definitely give the finals a shake. Time now to catch up with our special guest, Trey Mooney. We're going to catch up with him and have a chat shortly. You're listening to Behind the Limelight, thanks to OAC Digital. <laughs> Joining me on Behind the Limelight this week is Raiders re-signed junior talent, Trey Mooney. How are you, Trey? I'm good, mate. I'm, no, I'm good. Just been chilling here in camp, man. Having a good time. How, I was going to ask you that first up. How are you enjoying the experience up there? Amongst all the boys in the hub, you've um, you've been on the extended bench a couple of times, and you've been, I think, the concussion sub once as well. Um, how's it all going up there for you? Uh, it's been a good experience so far, man. Uh, it's it's been awesome, to, you know, uh, to come up here, you know, uh, especially with you know with, with what's going uh, going on uh, back home in Canberra. So now uh, it's been awesome at the moment, you know. I'm enjoying the weather, especially. Mate, you've been um, one of those players that's um, been waiting in the wings for an opportunity, and I think you might be. 
correct me if I'm wrong, the only guy up there that hasn't actually had a game this year. That must be um, something that you're hoping to rectify before the end of the season, maybe? No, definitely. Um, you know, like, obviously, obviously, you know, I want the boys to be very, you know, are successful this year as well. But, you know, it would also be, you know, I'd love you to get a debut, you know, and, you know, especially just a big way to top off the year, I reckon. You've had quite an amazing season when you think about it. It all started uh, back playing for the Raiders SG ball team that went through yeah. and won the grand final. Uh, what was that experience like for you guys? Because at the start of the season, um, obviously there was a, the prospect of playing lots of football throughout the year for the New South Wales Cup team and all those other teams. But obviously things have changed. But what was it like at that experience at the start of the year? Uh, for myself, it was, it was actually a bit different. You know, I, I started off the year um, uh, with the injury to my knee, and uh, um, and that was a bit of a a bit of a setback for myself. So I think you know going back and playing issue ball was just sort of myself sort of you know preparing you know my mind and my body for you know for what was to come and you know and but no, but no I was definitely enjoyable. You know um, I played a uh, played in a few issue uh, ball and um, I had Matthews comps before and um and I and I've and I've lost and I've lost all of them. So no, so this was very good. You know just to you know I finished the year with them on a high. You guys had a, a pretty special group of players that were all really close and, and close-knit during that whole campaign. Is that something that you think really helped you guys win that title? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think, you know, I definitely think, you know, the uh, the connection that we had amongst each other was, you know, I was second to none, you know, all the boys really got along, you know, and that, you know, and that showed from day one, I reckon. You know, and plus we had some very, um, you know, some very um, influential players, you know, um, I'm in our squad as well, which really helped as well. So uh, obviously the opportunity to train with the NRL squad arose as well, um, and you've had the experience now of, of being part of that. What's it been like? No, it's been awesome, mate. Honestly, it's just been the biggest uh, learning curve for myself, you know. And sort of, you know, it's um, you know, it teaches you sort of how to you know prepare yourself, you know, and you know, sort of teach you the standards, you know, um, of being an NRL player. And you know, it's awesome, you know, you sort of, you know, you, you get a trainer, um, you know, alongside guys like uh, Josh Papali and um. No, I'm um, Jack White and stuff, you know, which is awesome. What's that experience been like? You know, obviously learning off those origin level players and, and I suppose it gives you good aspirations of where you want to be. No, it's been awesome, man. You know, I think, I think you know, at the same time, you just learn that they're just our regular people as well at the same time, you know, and, you know, and that they have, you know, their, their own problems on the side and stuff. So I think it, it really shows that, you know, that, you know, just the way they sort of conduct themselves around training and stuff as well, which is which I think so. I just think which I think is something that I want to take on. From a football perspective, uh, we mentioned the fact that the season's been interrupted by COVID again, but you did get a small taste of playing some New South Wales Cup level football. What was that like? That was awesome. You know, I think it was definitely. Um, it, was, it was a bit weird because I thought it was going to be a lot. You know, um, a lot more faster than. Um, you know, other next year ball, but you know, it, but but it definitely wasn't. I think it was just more, more of the contact and more of you know the sort of uh, smarts around the game, which was, uh, which was a bit, um, a bit more challenging now. But I really enjoyed it, you know, especially getting to play with you know some players like uh, Saliva Billy, um, and Frawls and stuff, you know, which was awesome. Those guys obviously um, have been able to help you along in your journey. Uh, what is it that you want to try and get out of this last couple of weeks uh, while you're in camp with the team before you guys have your break? Hopefully after a grand final win, but what's it? What's it, uh, what is it you're looking to get out of the last few weeks in camp? Oh, man, if I'm being honest, I'm, um, I reckon the debut would be, you know, I'm amazing and the ultimate goal. But if anything, you know, I think I, you know, I think I just want to keep doing my job, you know, and pushing the boys to be the best they can be, whether, you know, whether it's, you know, holding the pads for them at training, whether it's, you know, it's, 
you know, passing the ball around or whatever it is. But, you know, if I can just help the team sort of get better in this sort of time in an, um, any way possible, you know, um, then I'm willing to do that. You've also re-signed a new contract uh, as recent as last week. I mean, that must be really nice of you to secure your future and, and stay uh, with the club, I suppose, it's giving you this opportunity. Yeah, no, it's awesome. You know, I think, um, you know, I was pretty excited to sort of stay down here in Canberra. Like, I've, I've sort of made a home of Canberra at the moment, you know, and I've, and I've really I've enjoyed my time here. And I've, and I've also, you know, I've really enjoyed my footy here as well. So, you know, for me, it was just a, a sort of way of just, you know, continuing that and, you know, and hoping to progress to the next level. Well, mate, it's great to see you um, and your commitment and your passion for, you know, being able to take your game to the next level. We wish you all the best for the rest of the season. And, and hopefully, for your sake, we can see you uh, maybe take the field at some stage before the end of the year. No, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, mate. Yeah, big thanks to Trey for giving us some time this week. He's certainly a larger-than-life personality and really looking forward to seeing him uh, get an opportunity over the next uh, couple of seasons for the Raiders. And there's no doubt, Tom, that he is a player of the future. I can't wait to see this guy eventually debut for the club. Uh, I think he's he's going to be one hell of a player. Um, he's He's been very professional, uh, like every other young kid that's been up here in in the Gold Coast hub, he's been working tirelessly off the pitch. He he does everything right. He's, he's, he's like a sponge. He, he listens to all the advice that the coaches and other staff give him here. And uh, I, th I think he's going to be a player that's going to be very much on the names of uh, many Raiders fans very shortly. Yeah, definitely agree there. He's a tremendous young talent. Looking forward to seeing him getting a chance at some stage. Let's have a look now at the Raiders up against the Warriors on Friday night up there at BB Prince Stadium in Mackay. Uh, one of the Raiders' regional fixtures. They'll have back-to-back -back games up there in Mackay. They'll travel up and back uh, on the day of the game. Uh, Rosie, having a look at the team list, we touched on this earlier, but Matt Frawley, an opportunity to start in the halves of Jack Whiten, which is a combination that we haven't seen so far this year in a starting sense. Yeah, I'm excited to see Frawley come into the side again um, this season. He's, I think he's going to complement Whiten really well. Like Whiten's a really good um, attacking player and attacking, setting up his attacking kicks. And Frawley has a really good kicking game long distance, I think, as well. So I think they'll complement each other really well. And I'm really excited to see him um, in starting in the team this weekend. Yeah, both players have a big left foot kick, Tommy. So it's a little bit of a different dynamic to what we've usually seen with um, Sam Williams over the past few weeks and it'll be interesting to see who's takes on most of the kicking duties have you had a chance to have a look at training this week have they been sharing it around yeah from from what I've seen at training so far uh, Jack's we know Jack's got quite a bit of a long kicking game um, and he's definitely been utilizing that in the sessions that we've had so far this week and, and with Frawley uh, we've said we saw against the, the Seagulls earlier on in the season uh, that he was very good at forcing repeat sets with his short kicking game and there's definitely been quite a lot of that on the on the field as well so so that's where I'm expecting uh what I'm expecting from from us this week for you to really sort of force uh those repeat sets with his short kicking game and, and Jack to get us in some uh, good field position yeah, there's no doubt that Matt Frawley possesses that in his game. We saw in that first time they played Manly this year that um, it was instrumental in getting us to win that night. So looking forward to seeing Matt get an opportunity and um, seeing how he goes this weekend against the Warriors. The other guy that gets a chance, uh, Rosie, after a long layoff is Saliba Havili. Um, we know what he brings to the side. Not only can he fill in at hooker, but he can also play in that middle forward position as well. So it gives us a bit of versatility on the bench. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, his ability to, yeah, step in at hooker, but not only hooker, but other positions as well is really valuable. And just a bit more size to the bench as well. The Warriors are a big, um, have a big four pack and that, so it'll be good to have a bit more size on our bench. And yeah, just ability to cover off a few positions in case of injury. Yeah, that's right. The physicality of the New Zealand Warriors is something that they're renowned for and no doubt they'll be looking to bring that to the game uh, this weekend. Let's have a look at a few of the key matchups, Tom. And you've gone for the battle of the fullbacks, Jordan Rapiner up against Reese Walsh, who's no doubt one of the most exciting talents in the NRL. I think he's going to be the Warriors' danger man on Friday night. Um, he's for me, I feel like Reese Walsh. He's very dangerous around sort of the the ruck. Uh, we we know he can sort of he's sort of floating around, especially when the, their forwards are taking the hit ups and looking for that offload. That's where I think I think Reese Walsh will be uh, very dangerous dangerous for the Warriors. So as long as we can ho- hold their forwards and alienate that option for Walsh to receive that offload, I I think that will really help us and go a long way to securing victory. Yeah, the Warriors uh, like to try and uh, push the ball around to the edges to try and score their points, Rosie. And you've gone for Sebastian Chris up against the experienced Peter Hiku. And we saw what he did uh, against the uh, the Broncos last weekend. He was able to shovel a nice little uh, flick pass out the back for a try. So he's a player with plenty of skill and Seb will have his hands full out there on the edge. Yeah, I'm really excited for this battle. I think it's going to be really exciting. And um, yeah, Peter Hiku, like you mentioned, he's got that offload in his game, but so does Seb Chris as well. So they're both very dangerous players and the ability to, yeah, set up tries and score them themselves. So, yeah, excited to see what's going to happen. Yeah, it's a really good uh, matchup out there. And I think Sebastian Chris just continues to work into his football each week. So can't wait to see that one on the weekend. Uh, I've gone for the informed Joe Tarpany up against Adam Fanua-Blake. Uh, I think that Matt Lodge has also been named to make his return for the Warriors this week. But Fanua Blake, for mine, uh, is the key to their go forward. If we can stop his uh, forward progression down through the middle third of the field, we'll go a long way to winning this game. Uh, and Joe Tarpany, as we've mentioned so far in this podcast, he's in some pretty rare form at the moment and really uh, leading that Raiders forward pack. So I think that's a really big matchup for us this weekend. Friday night, 6pm at BB Prince Stadium in Mackay. Round 24 podcast prediction time. Uh, we've uh, no success last week. We had uh, a number of selections there that weren't able to get up. Um, however, we've got one more opportunity this week and one next week and then into the finals, hopefully, to try and get that leaderboard a little bit higher for each of us. Rosie, what have you selected this week? Yeah, we saw it in the last two games, the Whiten and Simonton combination. So I think uh, Jack Whiten's going to set up Bailey Simonton for a try this weekend. Yep, after the last couple of weeks, that could be a, definitely a safe option. Tommy, what have you gone for? Well, for some reason, I, I just feel like Sebastian Chris goes to another level when he plays against the Warriors. Uh, so I feel like Seb's going to go over for a try this week. Yep, and I think I'll stick with the theme of the outside backs and I'll go for a guy that I think's really, really um, starting to warm into the first grade role and that's Harley Smith-Shields. I think he can bag a try um, we saw the combination that he's starting to build out there on that right edge with Matty Tomoko, um, which led to the first try last week. And I think he'll be able to back it up with a try this week. So fingers crossed we can all get the predictions right this week and hopefully secure a Raiders win up there in Mackay. Uh, guys, thanks very much for joining me today. appreciate your time as always. And hopefully uh, we can get this win and keep our finals dream alive. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, ben. There it is behind the limelight for round 24. Uh, We'll catch you next week.